I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This summer, own your style with Macy's, whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has all that you need. Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges, straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. <laughs> Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keebler Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. 
Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, my girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Friends, we're back. Did you miss us? I miss Hi. you. I Hi. missed you guys. Listen, this really is the best part of my week because I get to like blow my family off and say, oh, sorry, we have two hours. This is our lady time. <laughs> um, tonight, we got to hang watching episode nine with arms outstretched, which the air date was November 18th, 2003. Uh, this is after fighting with his father and Haley. Nathan succumbs to the pressure. And he takes amphetamines dun, 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 to help him play basketball. Mm. So in previous episodes leading up, we've had casual gunplay. We've had like <laughs> suicidal tendencies. What else have yep. we had? We touched Just, on pills a little with Brooke in the last one. Yeah. Ew, yuck. Is this what kids were doing in 2003? I just can't even remember. I don't uh, know. Maybe. Also, as you... <laughs> pointed out well while we watched the episode why was he taking them for like four days leading up to yeah. the game why not just the game it was it was excessive yeah so lots to discuss first and foremost brooks juicy suit at the top of the episode <laughs> oh my God. That with suit. stripes and i had mm-hmm. stripes on my backpack brooks just yeah. all sorts of stripey it's a roadmap yeah i was i, have, I was a little confused in this episode with Luke, he, because he seemed like two different people. Like, like we, we were getting a lot of, um, a lot of new, a new side of like bad Lucas, I guess. What did you guys think? Yeah. Because, you know, we were talking about what a sort of revelation it was to be watching now and realize that he's like fully playing these two girls, these best friends. And, and scripted it's, to do that. Like someone yeah. thought that was a good idea. Someone right. was like, oh, this is perfectly okay for a young boy to like say this to this girl and this to this girl. And while one's passed out, flirt with the other. Like it's so <laughs> out of control. And then in this episode. She's sleeping. She's asleep. So I'm going to hit on her friend. Like what? And then in this episode, it's like, it's so weird because it's like they were writing him to be like the broody book guy. But then also they were like, and be like a young guy starring on a TV show. Like, it's so... That's very sexy, the way he said that against you against the wall when you were showing him the tattoo. Yeah, I was like, like, I was uncomfortable and I did the scene and I was like, oh, God, (laughs) this is very overt. It just felt out of character to me. It just mm -hmm. seemed like there's a lot, like, okay, I'll give Lucas space to experiment with, you know, feeling out different crowds and like, who do I want to be in different environments? But the way he was interacting with Brooke, I don't know, for me, it just felt out of character. I I just didn't buy it. The only thing that makes sense to me about that is he's been a good guy. He came like he was real slow burn with Peyton. Like, I'm going to respect your space. I'm going to try to talk to you about feelings and things. And he got burned and it didn't work. And she blew him off. And so there's kind of a like, 
okay, well, screw it mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, let me try being this other guy. Nathan certainly seems to get everything he wants by acting yeah. this way. And then so I wow. wanted to see a change. I wish I would have seen a moment. Like they could have written in some kind of moment where he was like, mm. he's standing there looking in the mirror and thinking about this memory, whatever. And it's like, you know what? And he makes a decision. Mm. I'm going to go for it. And I just needed something. I needed a You're switch. Right. I got to see it. That was missing in the writing, him yeah. making a choice. And I was thinking that something that I'm realizing as we're talking about it is is perhaps some of the what felt like really different or outlandish behavior, out of character behavior, is also motivated by the fact that it's really the first time we see two of the high school kids in a grown-up environment. Yeah. True. It's a lot of like make-believe, like let's yeah. be grown-ups. Yeah, they got into the bar so easy, got served liquor. It was passed off so casually. Brooke's like, oh, I made us fake IDs with your yearbook photo, as if that's an easy thing to do. Like, what? <laughs> but but so suddenly that? you have these high school kids in a grown-up space. And, and as we were watching it, I was like, oh my God, you're right, Hillary. This is an episode where we see Lucas behaving more like Nathan, But what struck me that I kind of forgot about, you know, we'd all been, I don't know, what, 21 for a couple of weeks? Like like, whole three weeks? (laughs) How old was Chad at this point? Like 24 or something? No, he's only a year older than we are. No, he's not. He's He's three years older than us, isn't he? No, he's a year older than us, but he'd been working for so long. He'd been like in in Cinderella Story, Freaky Friday. He'd been on Gilmore Girls, Dawson's Creek. So he'd done all of this work before where he was cast as the sexy guy. And that was like what the fan base wanted to see him doing. Mm-hmm. He seems like a grown up in this episode. Like a like, college what? boy in this episode. It, was, it came sure. easy to him. It did. Yeah. It came very easy. Wow. Yeah. But by the way, like the bar that you guys shot in, we've mentioned Ugh. on this podcast before. Let's get mm-hmm. in Blue Post oh, memories. Blue Post. We love the Blue Post. Yeah. The Blue I- Post has ski ball in the back. Mm. Darts was a big deal there. Mm-hmm. And the pool tables, I mean, were those were jamming. If you could flirt with a boy on those pool tables. I played a lot of darts and a lot of skee-ball. Did you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> skee-ball? They had skee-ball? But I yeah, wish go- I had Wait, gotten I good at it. pool. Like, oh, by the way, Brooke Davis is a casual pool shark, which we all right, forgot. Yeah. Why didn't we what? keep that storyline going? Yeah, why didn't we have one at Trick? We needed a pool table at Trick. I'm annoyed that about that. The closeover bros was like low on cash. You could have gone and hustled. <laughs> I could have been like, you, Victoria, I'm going to go make money pool sharking. Oh, God. Girls work at Carmine. I would have yep. loved if that had continued. Also, I would have loved to have had an excuse to get good at pool because I'm not. And mm. I wish I was. Have been fun. Uh, I don't trust I, girls who are. I'm like, what are you up to? What are you doing? But <laughs> it's one of those doing? things when we watch the scene, like how cool does it look? It looks cool. It yeah, looks cool. it really does. Um, <laughs> did you guys get tattoos in high school? No. What? Joy. Oh, uh, no. I was a clean teen. <laughs> no. But, but here's what I'll say. I had the boyfriend in high school who had tattoos. My boyfriend oh. was bad. Oh, really? In fact, oh, yeah. Yeah, he, there's a picture of him. There's like a full spread of him in the yearbook because he had an eyebrow piercing and he had tattoos. Um, they let him come to school with a piercing in his eyebrow? Oh, yeah. He was wow. mad. So where are you, boy? Um, he's out there somewhere, <laughs> probably still being bad. But yeah, he had an eyebrow piercing and like a he had a Wu-Tang Clan tattoo on his wrist. Ooh. And then there was like another one. God, I feel like it was on his leg. I can't remember. Um, 
But it was like a scandalous thing. Oh, of course. In high school. Yeah. I mean, how old were you guys when you got your first tattoos? I got mine uh, in Wilmington mm-hmm. um, from a tattoo artist named Sarah Peacock, who is... I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah Peacock's really a, like a great tattoo artist. If you can score an appointment with her um, in Wilmington, you should do that. Yeah. Um, and she did the S on my wrist for Scott. And mm-hmm. then she she did a tattoo on my ribs like right before I left town. Um, and it felt like... It was right when I was closing certain personal chapters. And yeah. I was just like, let's go memorialize this forever. You had <laughs> one on your foot, though, when we started shooting. Was that already there? Oh, I got mine the day I graduated high school. Did you, you really? did? Yeah. Yeah, I, I drove into the East Village and <gasps> got got a tattoo on Whoa, Christopher Street. Joy. You're just... I need to know more about like 17 year old Joy in her apartment driving to the East Village <laughs> with your Mariah Carey hoop earrings. Oh my God. I, th- I feel like oh, the more the more I watch Friends, because I'm binging it right now at night, it's like my comfort show. Um, the more I realize I'm Phoebe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I have memories and I feel like I've lived so many different lives, you know, and Phoebe's yeah. like, oh yeah, when I lived in Prague and everybody's looking at her like, what? I'm like, wait, I think that's me. <laughs> I just that always is got such only random. You. Parts of I mean, my life that I forget about. I hope about. you take this as a compliment, but 100%. Yes, you're <laughs> yes. Phoebe. I mean, our season one nickname for you was Joypiter. That's right. Do you remember that? And like, that's right. It was just because like Joy was, Joy was always so comfortable and like, I'm on a different planet. And what are you guys talking about? Like <laughs> agents and casting directors? No, no. We're talking about like Victorian homes and, yeah. you know, like and we're jazz. talking about something totally obscure today. And, you know, have you guys totally. ever created gold jewelry? I remember people used to think I was mad or grouchy a lot because I, well, I have the, I've got my 11s, you know, right between my two eyes, the, the lines in my forehead and those are just genetic my every woman in my family has those from a young age and but I was always thinking really intently and quiet and when I go into my own world I'm gone like you can be talking to me and I don't see you or hear you and it's not personal I'm just my brain can't I can't multitask the same I'm just gone I'm somewhere else it's a skill set you don't want to people would think I was so grouchy I didn't ever clock it as grouchy. I just clocked it as she's got better shit going on than what we're talking about. You know? Yeah. Yeah, That's you're so I love you as Phoebe. And I, I love you on your planet. And I love your... Were you even 18 yet when you got your tattoo on your foot? Um, no, no, I had... Oh, no, I, I wasn't 18. No, I was still... I was still 17. I think I just... Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, wait, actually. Mm-hmm. No, I was... I was, I you just, just turned your 18. Birthday's in April. April. I had just mm. turned 18. That's right. I think that's, well, that's why they tattooed me because I could show my ID. I didn't get my first tattoo until I was 23. And here, this is, I've met, well, I'm going to embarrass myself. You guys, Do I it. love Goldie Hawn so much. Oh, yeah. And I was closing a personal chapter in my life. At the time, Hillary, we have this in common. And just closing um, those books. They just close them and set them on fire. And um, <laughs> I I read Goldie's book, uh, A Lotus Grows in the Mud. And it like... Oh, is that what it's oh, from? It like changed my life. Hmm. Actually, when our sweet friend Danielle was going through a time, I gave her my copy with all my notes in it. Oh. I was like, I never do this. This is the inside of my heart. Read this book. 
Wow. Um, so I think it's been like just sort of passed around groups of women going through transitions. But I got my first tattoo um, here in LA at the Shamrock on Sunset. And then I got oh, my sweet. next couple. I got my next couple in Wilmington. Um, yeah, man. And I've, I don't know. I've just kind of racked them up ever since. We just have to hide them. I just put yeah. them away. Yeah, that's like, why six of my seven are white. All my ink is white are they really? for one tattoo. Yeah, which is really fun. It's like such a party trick when you show people because they're like, what do you mean you have seven tattoos? And you start showing them where they are and people are like, oh my God, I see you <laughs> all the time. Sophia pulls out a I've black light and she's like, oonce, oonce, oonce. I'm like, <laughs> oonce, oonce, oonce. let's go to Sweden. And like once people see them, they can't unsee them. The fun tattoo. Did that symbol really mean fun? Do we know? I, Ooh, that would be fun to find out. I feel what did like, your symbol mean? I don't remember what Brooke's tattoo meant. That's another thing. So for one episode, Brooke was a pool shark. And for one episode, Brooke had a tattoo. <laughs> and then they just <laughs> went away. And, and I realized that the entire thing happened as a vehicle for them to put that tattoo on Chad's arm for mm-hmm. Lucas because Chad has a real tattoo on his shoulder and they were having such a hard time covering it up. Yeah. Oh, is that his real tattoo? No. No, he's he, got a, it's like, but it's raised. Mm-hmm. So they were having so much trouble mm-hmm. covering it with flesh tone that they needed an excuse to put a bandage over his arm for yep. basketball. Yep. They couldn't oh. get it to stay on and when he'd sweat, it would kind of run. And and they were just really struggling and they realized that if they covered it and then put a tattoo over it, it did just enough for the eye on camera to take away the texture of his covered up tattoo. Do they write this whole They wrote this whole thing to get Lucas a tattoo Dude. so oh, they could, could put a bandage put on, on his a short sleeve shirt. Right? I, I literally he could have worn a shirt under his jersey, but they wanted to show off all the boys' muscles, so they weren't going to do that. Okay, he our fabulous just, producers are yeah, giving whatever. us a note. They're saying he supposedly got the word fun tattooed on his arm in characters that, you know, Chinese, in Chinese characters. characters. In reality, the Mandarin characters are the equivalent of the word have. (laughs) Okay, wait, no, this is great. This is what I was going to say. I remember, Joy, much like Haley's penis hat. I remember Mark and the writers roasting Chad because they were like, yeah, you know, we're going to say Lucas got a tattoo that says fun and it says something else. Joy, how'd you feel watching Craig Sheffer laying the law down? Oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, all hot and bothered, baby. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> oh, he was oh so God. stern. He was so stern. That uh, was great. And we and Lucas, you know, Lucas needed it. And I, yeah. I loved that he, you know, came around and was willing to help him out with his janky uh, tattoo that got mm-hmm. all like infected and stuff. Infected. The rotten tattoo. <laughs> it it rotted. Drugs and tattoos don't work that way. No. Can we talk about Craig Sheffer's archaic threats when he goes, what'd you do, join the Navy? And then he's talking about Lucas's tattoo and he goes, you you could get an infection or hepatitis or like HIV what? he throws out. He does. Yeah. And um, and then make some like uh, like offbeat reference to getting a tattoo in the Philippines, which yeah, is so off tone. And oh, like what is this? And then, uh, and then the threats of bread and water. I mean, yeah, he he definitely was like that was real old school. <laughs> Somebody from the '30s wrote that. Scene. Yes, <laughs> slang. 
Somebody that was see, like, I, I served in World War II and we got bread and water, see? And you'd get a tattoo if you got really wasted and it would get infected. It's like reefer madness. It's like, what is this? Oh my oh God. It's going to fall off, kid. There was also some interesting stuff on the other side of Keith, which is Dan, and how mm-hmm. Dan, you know, coming off of the last episode where he was, it seemed he was, well, he was definitely more introspective. Mm-hmm. Um, he was definitely processing a little bit more about his life, where he is now, the choices that he's made. It seemed like Dan was really taking some time to think about those things. Mm-hmm. And that definitely bled over into this episode. Um, so we have him being more introspective now. He's being tender with Nathan in the hospital. He seems like he's really, you know, looking out for Nathan and trying to help and trying to make some changes. And we learn more about why he is the way that he is. And, Mm. um, and then he blows it all up by not calling Deb, by trying to bail Nathan out and threatening the doctor and also and by telling Nathan it's okay, the scouts won't remember it. Right. Mm. Like, he doesn't care at all about his mental or physical well-being. No. He's and just like that, college. And the fact that he didn't, it was more important to him to be the parent that was there for Nathan that he specifically did not let Deb know so yeah. that he could be the hero. So he could use it against <gasps> her. Oh, that well, was He's competitive rough. in every aspect of his life. Uh, yeah. You know, even in like the parenting part. It's I like, mean, I, I'm the favorite. He would pick me, just so yeah. you know. Ugh. Yeah, the narcissism I, was out of control. That's what I was going to say. Like, you said it, you know, just, it was it was an exclamation watching his behavior. I mean, you literally went, the narcissism. Yeah. It's, it is, it's so toxic. And, and even when he realizes he's been too hard on Nathan, and he's saying, you're never going to break my record and all this nonsense that shouldn't matter to a parent. When he comes back before the game and says, Nathan, I said that to you because nothing would make me happier than you breaking my record. And there's <laughs> one beat. And then he says, but I don't think you will. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Even mm. your apologies are filled with attacks. Can't help himself. Ugh. Can't help himself. He's a monster. He's and a that's, monster. This is like a telltale marker of a narcissist too, is that there, you know, there's a lot of people who they, they'll they say, oh, this person can't be a narcissist because they ha- they have these deep feelings. Narcissists supposedly, supposedly can't feel anything. They have no empathy. So you think like, oh, I see this person crying. I see them feeling bad. No, 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 no. He feels bad because there are consequences for his actions mm-hmm. and he's feeling the pain of the consequence. So he is feeling bad for himself. Yeah. It has nothing yeah. to do with anyone else. And you really see that in flying colors in this episode, I think mm-hmm. with Dan, I wonder if they should use our show in like psychology courses. They really right? should. Mm. Name that diagnosis. <laughs> I think that's part of why it feels so good to finally see Deb Scott raise her voice. Yeah. And to tell him to get out and to call him a smug son of a bitch. Oh, it felt nice. That's right. Well, we have a guest who was one of our ladies who we uh-huh. could scream and cuss with back uh-huh. in base camp. Um, That's so right. we're going to take a little bit of a break. And then one of our favorite humans is joining us. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Woo! Oh, man, I can't tell you how many times I have been, I get get this little notification pop up. It tells me that I've subscribed to something that I don't know even what it is. And it's like 
oh, $39.99 or $62.45 annually is coming up. Do you want it? And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I have, <laughs> I have no idea. Going on in, you know, there's too many things going on in my day. When am I going to have time to go dig through all these files and figure out what's what? I need help. And I mm-hmm. think we figured out the way. Rocket Money, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few taps. Yeah, I love how the dashboard just shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and it keeps my spending on track. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash queens. That's rocketmoney.com slash queens. Rocketmoney.com slash queens. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then... You just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want, so your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. 
Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. I think this is such a brilliant invention, and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. (laughs) You know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has all these videotapes of me and all these productions, and then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can (laughs) reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand In the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS, and Ah. he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This is my chance. So all of his pilots that never that never aired. Right. I love those old beta tapes. (laughs) So you guys can do this too. join over one point five million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. Ladies and gentlemen, we are so excited. I'm so excited. Guess who's here? (laughs) I'm pumped that she figured out how to use Zoom. (laughs) (gasps) 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 Oh, my God. Jojo, can you see us? Hi! Now I can. Oh, Jojo. <laughs> oh, we're so excited to see you. Um, everybody uh, at home, this is Jojo Stevens. She took care of us for the majority, my run on One Tree Hill, certainly. But Jojo Mama was Bear. our key hair and our key troublemaker back in base camp on One Tree Hill. You know where all the bodies are buried. Oh, yeah. Jojo knows where all the bodies are buried. And also you just were like 
our solace of all things. I screamed so loud when you came on camera. The dog thinks something's wrong with me. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. Hey, y'all. I just got off work. I'm sitting in my car. Uh, Tell us what you're working on. I know, but tell everybody at home what you're working on. I'm working on the the Righteous Gemstones with Danny Mm -hmm. McBride and John Goodman and uh, Walton Goggins. I almost said Wyatt. (gasps) And Edie P. Patterson, Peterson, you know I'm terrible bad last You know, you, you only know their character names because you got to look at a call sheet and see who's sitting in oh. your chair in the morning. No, I know the character oh. names better than I know their names. <laughs> <laughs> Jojo, you don't age. You look exactly the same. Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, well, uh, if I hadn't had um, a little cocktail, I'd be, I could see all better and I wouldn't have to put my glasses on and I'd say... <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let's get into cocktail hour with JoJo. Cocktail hour feels real important. Yes. So last week I told the story about that time that I had to make out with Chad and you gave me a shot back in base camp <laughs> to give me strength. Mm-hmm. Um, the JoJo cocktail hour is a legend. Is it continuing on this production? No, everybody's scaredy cats. Whoa. <laughs> oh, no. uh, Christy's working with me. Brian doesn't drink. Uh, Brian Moss says hello. Christy oh, says hello. Oh, Brian. Ooh, tell <laughs> us your, your drink of choice, your trailer drink of choice, Jojo. Oh, yeah. My trailer drink of choice. Well, it depends who will drink with Hypothetically, me. of course. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically, um, vodka. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a, uh, hello, vodka. Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jojo's a vodka book. purist. God bless. Um, Joe, when you got involved in the show, who, how did you, that come about? Who called you? Because you came in right away. I was, right with, after the pilot. I was, with, I was with Mike Tolan. Okay. He was a producer. He was the guy. I mean, he, he, to me, he was the one that started the show. And the, yeah. the, you know, leather pants and stuff like that came later. So I was, you if you remember, I was going to, I was going to exit the show because of the way uh, certain people were treating me. And I called mm-hmm. Mike Tolan to tell him, sorry, dude, but this is not working out. And he said, no, let me make a phone call. The next thing I know, I'm in the office of uh, certain producers and I kind of let them know that, um, Teamwork's my deal, and it changed mm-hmm. after that. So, wow, good. Ooh, I if love anyone it. could lay down the law, you <laughs> you know what teamwork was your deal, and it is. And I, because I remember that being such a a focal point for for us when we were in the trailer. You know, especially when there were things that you know we were all especially with the girls, there were lots of misunderstanding, lots of things that, you know, we were hearing from other people or, you know, as we've said, there was so much division. And I remember that you were constantly working to get us all on the same team, on the same page. And it was, that's a lot of extra effort Mm -hmm. that you didn't have to do. You know, you were just there to do our, (laughs) just sit there to do our hair. And instead you poured your heart and soul into all of us Mm -hmm. when we were so young and needed guidance and, um, I mean, I just, I'm so, I love you. I'm, I miss mm. you and I'm grateful for your guidance there. Oh, thanks. You guys, you were, t- I listened to one of your episodes and you guys were talking about your characters and your, um, I'll probably start crying, but you were talking <laughs> about your characters and their relationships and you guys were all living your lives and your relationships and everything was so fast. And yeah, 
I wanted you to slow down. But then again, I know I, I remembered I was, you know, a lot younger then. And I remembered the times when I was building my relationships and how much fun it was and the feeling and getting the butterflies and stuff. Mm. But then again, at the same time, you were being pushed, pushed you know, kind of, I don't know, just worked on and mm-hmm. yeah, just manipulated and stuff. You know, there was good stuff that came out of it stuff, but I was always like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I wish they could just say, I hope you can look back and go, wow. You encouraged me to get in trouble. I remember like being yeah. real square, being a real prude. Yeah. And Joe's like, but here's the deal. You could go out and have some fun and nothing bad would happen. <laughs> Every love letter I ever got, I'd show to Joe sitting in her chair, you know, like it, it was good to have a touchstone where I could be like, am I being bad? And Joe's answer was always no. no. Baby. <laughs> you counseled all of us through not only the moments when we were falling in love, but the moments where things were falling apart. I mean, we were joking a couple episodes ago. We were just dying laughing. I was like, where do you think all the engagement rings went between us <laughs> because everybody's got a couple and like oh god I just you're right we we wanted to like prove that you know we were all grown up and we had yep. everything figured out and and I will give you so much credit because you held us and you mothered us <laughs> and you gave us great advice but you never told us what to do Mm-mm. yeah and I can't imagine how many times you had to bite your tongue because oh <laughs> we did some stupid. I've never bit my tongue with joy, would I? You would. would I never bit my tongue with joy. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure you had to. Constantly. I love when Joy went through her experimental hair phase. Remember when, like, you would put the little tiny braids in your hair and then you had Ugh. unicorn hair for, like, a second? <laughs> how, Joe? okay, so hair is obviously something that we talk about a lot on the show mm-hmm. because that was how we all tried to express ourselves or, you know, just feel like we had a little bit of control over what we were doing. How exhausted were you doing 300 <laughs> hairdos on 300 different girls? Let me tell you. I quit when I went when I interviewed for a job after One Tree Hill. It looked like I had you know you you know a lot of resumes are like long and you know fifty things on them. Well, I had to point out that on my time on One Tree Hill, I did over five hundred hairstyles. So then that yeah. kind of opened their eyes. So everybody listening out there, if your hairstyles just starting, write down the number of hairstyles. <laughs> yes. But, wow. um, oh gosh. I mean, you were fighting humidity with with two girls with curly hair. Um, you know, w- one of them had to be straight and one had to be curly, but it all had to be done with an iron, which doesn't stay uh, in humidity. It water just lets it all out. So that's a big challenge that you were. And constantly also, guys, doubling. right now, these days, I mean, and after we left, you know, it's just me, Christy, and a third. After I left, yeah. I think there was like two or three more people hired and, you know, and another trailer and a whole team for a second unit. And nowadays doing four people is unheard of <laughs> because, you know, it's like, oh my God. it's like, it's like many movies, you know, per episode on, you know, episodic, but, uh, oh yeah. we shot in the rain. If it didn't read, oh. uh, it, you girls were out in the, in the weather. And what that means for the folks at home when Jojo says, if it didn't read. Oh yeah. So a funny thing can happen sometimes on camera. It can be raining. But yeah. if the drops are small, they won't, quote, read on camera. You won't be able to see them. So they would put us out in the actual rain. 
And, you know, coming blot us down with a tissue every couple of takes <laughs> so there weren't drops on our faces. Maybe. But we'd be standing in the rain and then they'd look at JoJo and be like, can you just clean up your hair? Yeah. She's like, it's wet now. Yeah, it's, it's like Hillary, Hillary's hair would totally change if yeah. it got too wet. Uh, and Joyce would too, depending on, you know, how much we had blown, blown it dry or if she pulled down her ponytail after the first take and said it wouldn't show. <laughs> 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 probably, oh God, probably, I'll put you through poncho, probably wearing the poncho that everybody but you hated i didn't hate it i thought it was cute ponchos were in by then but i don't know that leather pants knew that that's by the way okay so the one that shall not be spoken of will forever now be known as leather pants, leather pants. jojo pants. has branded it that's it. it done leather pants. Started, out good blue, at nicknames. started out blue jeans and went leather pants Wow. Oh, God. Uh, gross. Well, hey, Jojo, because I think some of the technical stuff is really interesting to people, especially like, you know, some of the language we know, like, does it read, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and you just said if there's anybody listening who wants to be a hairstylist, write down what you're doing. I'm actually curious because I do think there's probably a lot of people listening to this show who are into the film industry. Can you explain to people listening who might be curious about your line of work, like what is day-to-day life like on set for a hairstylist? And and what's the difference when you're a key hairstylist or you're the the department head for hair? What what do those things mean for for film industry curious listeners at home? Hello, curious listeners. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Department head is, you know, you can have a team of, you know, yourself and two more or three more. And, you know, depending upon the size of the, the, the uh, TV series you're on or the movie, haven't done a movie in a while, but, um, but, you know, episodic after doing movies and doing episodic, it is so hard. It's much harder than uh, film or features, but the family unit that you build with um, and everybody yeah. knowing your name is mm-hmm. so much just just means so much more um and mm-hmm. department head you're pretty much you know you're in charge of um well on the show i'm on the guys you know really let us be involved in the creative process so we've actually got i got to help create these characters and their hairstyles and stuff um mm-hmm. so you do that and you make sure the scheduling is right and it turns out sometimes the department head turns out to be more um uh, about making the schedules and paperwork and sending in mm-hmm. budgets and ordering and ordering and ordering. Mm-hmm. But there's, you're doing a lot of management work when you're the department. Yes. And if you get yourself a good okay. team and you get to do both. Um, mm-hmm. That's, that's the, that's the, the juggling that you do. Um, and then you're on set making sure those hairstyles look awesome all day. And sometimes you have to make that same hairstyle look the same for eight hours when in fact on the show, yeah. it might be one second or one minute. depending. Um, <laughs> and, and then you also have to be a therapist. And, and yeah. I would never uh, uh, title myself as a therapist. I would say uh, um, I just lived it a little bit before y'all did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think you were well suited to us, though, Joe, because you like bartended back in the day. Like your mm-hmm. your experience mm-hmm. back in the day was kind of what we as young actresses were living and just like going out in a town, going to see bands, mm-hmm. like just trying to get involved. And and you really coached us through it. We always had good music in the trailer. Like the tra- mm-hmm. we had oh, good yeah. coffee in the trailer. Oh. We had good music in the trailer. And we had good vodka in the trailer. And I don't know if you can go wrong with that combination. 
Jojo, what what are some of your strongest memories from your time on One Tree Hill? Uh, um, the what's it? The, I like I want to say flashback when everybody was dressed up. Um, oh, there's so many uh, watching uh, Lee Norris cheer. That was yes. oh, one of my favorite favorite. He worked yeah. so hard. He did so good. Whereas <laughs> the real cheerleaders, all you girls, like. Oh, we'll, we've got this. We've got this. And then there's like hundreds of real cheerleaders. And then y'all had to learn your routine. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's Listen, right. that episode's coming up, Joe. And we were terrible. Y'all cracked we were me terrible. Up. Y'all were, you're like mad at each other, but not really. But then mad at yourself because you didn't get the routine. And like, oh, we've got this. We've got this. Whatever. <laughs> and there's like 400 extras and then, watching and us. Norris, and we're just. Lee Norris is jammed. I mean, he was so good. <laughs> Oh, he practiced for so long yeah. and they would always, so when we had to do, do you remember when we had to do that stuff? They'd be like, well, we'll have someone come show it to you yeah. guys right yeah. before you have to film. And we were like, we can't learn a whole ass dance. <laughs> In 30 minutes? Dance. What are you guys <laughs> talking about? Like, we don't know what we're doing. Y'all were so oh, funny man. when you were... The 10 minutes you had to be taught, you know, before we shot it, y'all were so <laughs> funny. I had to walk away. I was like, oh my God. And I'm not Because that feeling of like trying so hard to focus and also knowing that no matter how hard you focus, you are just going to fail. Yeah. And there's On all camera. these people standing there looking at you. Did you come up with like... Well, let's just be bad, you know, and make it look like yes. we meant that or something. <laughs> we were like, let's just start doing the robot and the can-can. We made up all that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Not everybody can be a winner. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. JoJo was also great. I would have these Halloween parties oh where we always had, like, a theme, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Halloween parties. You're the only person I know that didn't have to decorate her house for Halloween. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's true though. I mean, I lived in squalor and haunted houses. Spooky, scary, frightening. Spooky. A coffee table that was a coffin. I did. I did. Oh my god, I forgot a, about that. That's right. When I moved in with Jeff, he's like, "You can't bring any of that. That is too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much." Um, but Joe would come decked out i'm gonna post some pictures from our halloween parties everyone would get to the house at like nine or ten and then jojo will have sat in like hair and makeup for like three more hours so by the time (laughs) she gets to the party she's already like half gone (laughs) you you would set up and then you Mm -hmm. would disappear you came as jojo the dog-faced girl yeah because everybody liked to call me that because of my name so rachel decided that she would make me and i remember Drinking or eating. Rachel was our makeup artist. Oh my god, I remember that and that hair. Me swat. Oh my god, I almost gagged just now thinking about it because I almost. I mean, I did. (laughs) It was our carnival theme party. What'd you do for the? Oh, you came dressed as a princess to our fairy tale party. That was a good one. I came as a. Weren't you like an evil queen? The, had the poison apples and I made the shots. Yes. <gasps> it's good to have That's a bartending, right. hairdressing friend to take care of you at your party. Yes, indeedy. Mm. Boy, I just remember when you had the big, you put up the big screen in your one of your houses and you showed movies and stuff. Yeah, I had oh, a, I didn't yeah. get a TV. Projected. I just had a projector, a projector and I painted screen. a giant 
Yeah, like a reflective screen on the wall. That was at my old, that place on Orange Street. And I had big velvet curtains. And I loved antique shopping in Wilmington. That was so fun. I want to know some secrets. I want to know some like, what's some like fun stuff that we can talk about that's that's like fun trailer secrets that we would have forgotten or, you know, things that maybe like some of us don't know because others weren't there. Okay, so the secrets are... Joy didn't know what a hickey was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God. And the other secret, Barbara Allen Woods, they asked her to be in uh, brown panties on the billboard thing, remember? Oh, that's right. And she asked me, that's she said, right. oh, well, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Why, 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 why? I said, you know what, Barbara? And I, got, I can't remember. I, I just said, you know what? I don't know how old you are or whatever. I said, but you know what? I remember reading that, um, an actor, a real famous actress said she wished she would have done more in her 40s or 30s. You know, when she was in her 50s, she was saying this. And I said, you know what, Barbara, you got a rocking body. Freaking show it off. You know, just do it. Guys, and do it for Jojo literally said that to me two months ago. She was doing my yes. hair at her house in Georgia. And she's like, Hillary, you're covering up too much. It's time. <laughs> she had to do it on, on TV in the middle of all of those crew members and brawn panties on Oof. a damn billboard and stuff. And I said, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. But, it, you know, do it. Don't do it because they're making you do it because you want to say, look at me. I'm fucking rocking this body. And she did it. Yeah. Yeah. She did it. I love that. You did always add that perspective to a lot of the stuff that we had to do where it was like, you know what? Some of this is really kind of misogynistic and whatever. But if we own it Mm -hmm. and do it our way and posture it in the way that we're comfortable, Mm -hmm. um, it it helped so much to know that there were women on our team and we had to do some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean... Like the sex scenes that we had to shoot as oh. teenagers. Oh my god! Like, I, I had to leave. I had to leave the stage if I heard, you know, because the the sound is so much louder when you're, you know, when you're on. <laughs> especially you, if you. Oh, it's horrible! Oh. And when that kissing thing, I loved all of you so much. I said, no. if I had to listen to the kiss one more time. I'm gonna throw up. I mean, I just have to, you know, just leave. <laughs> It felt voyeuristic and I didn't like it. And you were there for all of the the battles that we would have about those scenes and about mm-hmm. like what we were supposed to wear and, you know, how how in-depth in the scenes were going to be and us fighting for our characters and uh, knowing that we were in a position of um, young high school girls looking up to us and being and really mm-hmm. caring about the message that we were putting out for them. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean, I, re- I remember that, too. I remember that you were always there. You heard all of it, and you were constantly giving us advice on uh, never telling us what to do, but, like, helping us sort out what our thoughts actually were so that we could present an argument to the people that we were, that were in charge, that we were butting up against, that was oh intelligent God. and adult, and, you know, that we could really present ourselves in a way that was effective. Jojo, thanks for hanging out with us. Are we your favorites? Can we tell the other kids that we're your favorites? You mm-hmm. like us the best. I think mm-hmm. everybody knew that and knows <laughs> that and still. And I love you so guys so much. And it's not a day that goes by that I don't think about you. And say thank you for mm. the stuff that you taught me. Mm. We love you so, love so you much. And I miss Patch. <laughs> oh, oh, puppies. I know. Joanne, can I tell you something? Yeah. I... I tell a story no less than once a month and I'll never forget it. And I, I think this is probably something, I know it's a thing that I needed to hear 
And I know it's probably something that so many of our listeners at home need to hear. Um, You know, so many of us are really good at showing up for other people and loving our friends while doubting ourselves. I mean, it's, it's what kept the three of us, you know, what let us be manipulated for so long when we were little girls was that we, each of us like sat in the corner looking at the others being like, wow, they're so amazing. And, and I'm the odd man out. Like we didn't know how to turn it around and we didn't know how to get over the hurdle of just asking. Mm -hmm. And I remember being in your chair one day and I just was venting and I was (laughs) like, and I'm bad at this and I'm failing at this and this isn't working. And I was just like, really on a, on a moment of criticizing myself so aggressively the way that, you know, we all negative self-talk, but I was doing it out loud in front of you and you went and you listened and then you went and I could just feel your hand getting like more (laughs) frantic in my hair. And finally you threw the brush on the counter and you spun me around in the chair. You grabbed me by the shoulders and you shook me. And you looked me in the eye and you said, you watch your mouth. You're talking about my best friend like that. Oh. <laughs> oh God, and even now it makes me want to cry. It was such, I mean, you shook me out of <laughs> some things. And I realized I would never let anybody talk about any of you the way mm-hmm. I was talking about Isn't that myself. crazy? Oh, yeah. it was such a wake up wow. call. And I, I tell that story to anybody who's having a bad day. I'm like, well, you know what my friend Jojo said to me once? <laughs> because it's just, oh, it's so good. It's so good. You also said, was it you or was it Kelly Jefferson who said my second favorite thing to me about a goat? It's Kelly was it Jefferson. Kelly or was it you? It was Kelly Jefferson. It's Kelly Jefferson. You're also Kelly Jefferson. Whole cupcake without messing up your lipstick. Okay. All right. We need Kelly, Kelly Jefferson on. Kelly show. was our makeup artist. We'll have to have her on you next. Did. Kelly Jefferson told me, you know, all of us ladies, we went through some falling ins and outs of love. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget Kelly one day when we were all venting in the trailer going, oh, girls, come on. Hate. She goes, love and hate are just two horns on the same goat. <laughs> <laughs> So southern. It's so oh good. God. So the two of you really gave us some cra- some jewels for our crown. Can we do it again? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. I mean, I saw, all of us on the same show. Love you, JoJo. We love you so much. I love you, Joe. Bye, tell Dean we love you. Bye, Joy. Bye, Sophia. Bye, Thank Hillary. you. Bye. Bye, Bye, Bye honey. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Wow. It's so great to be able to just pick right back up with people. Uh. You right know, back up. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got really lucky because I went to go visit Jeff on set on The Walking Dead a few years ago, and um, I had got I didn't I didn't have George yet. Um, mm-hmm. So I bring Gus to set, and Taylor, who is the key hairdresser on The Walking Dead, had done our pilot. She was the hairdresser on the pilot, and it's only when she didn't sign up to do the whole show that JoJo came in and took over, uh-huh. and they're like best friends. Aww. So Taylor comes out of the trailer and goes, oh, my God, wait until you see who's here. And the door flies open and JoJo comes running out and we just like burst into tears. And it was Jeff's like, why are you crying? What is going on right now? (laughs) But it's it's so nice to have those friendships that are only born from like being together 18 hours a day, every single day. Mm -hmm. And they last forever. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, being on set the way we all do it, both with the location and the hours. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I joked with a friend on a job recently that it's kind of like an arranged marriage. Yes. Like you just show up and you're married to this whole group of people. Yeah. Because you see these people way more than you see anybody you might actually be married to or know. And and you're just like in it for a decade. And you got to figure <laughs> it out. Yeah. You got to figure it out. Yeah. Um, All right. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll come right back and have a little bit more to talk about with this episode. Um, mm-hmm. We had some Haley and Peyton connecting. We had mm-hmm. some uh, some really nice acting mm-hmm. work from James Lafferty. And we also have a spinning wheel of most likely two and some listener questions. So stay tuned. Ooh. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling just walking in the door and it's like... My life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. <laughs> it's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that mm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom and more. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. And they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair, every style, every home. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes Mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it Mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because... Therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think 
a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something. But that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. Oh, gosh, I'm so excited whenever we get these offers. I love using my coupons that I virtually clip out for Thrive because they have all these options of things that I can't find in my local grocer. And the one thing everyone has to do is grocery shop, right? So why not do Mm -hmm. it from the comfort of your couch? And for me, that's where Thrive Market comes in. Totally agree. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and my household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then quick ship to my doorstep huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And I use their online filters to suit my lifestyle needs. So whether you're looking for organic kids snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks to make simpler, healthier swaps. Not only do we all save time shopping as Thrive Market members, but I love that I save money on every single grocery order. I mean, on average, it's over 30% savings every single time. Whether that's pantry staples, like you said, like, you know, peanut butter and coconut oil, or I am getting the gluten-free snacks I'm actually supposed to be eating. It really (laughs) makes a big difference. (laughs) When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. So save time and money. Shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. I spent the first trimester of my pregnancy with Gus in Puerto Rico. And if you're going to be sick and grumpy and tired, it's such a beautiful place. Like it really (laughs) fixes a lot. It really is. I shot a movie there and I shot my first commercial there when I was 14 years old. It was so fun. And I've been back three times since then. Uh, My cousin used to live there and it's just a fabulous place. I love it. I learned this word from Gina Rodriguez, who is probably the biggest Puerto Rico fan of all of us. Puerto <laughs> is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than just a name. It's a way of life. It's a representation of the spirit of the island, you know? The unique Boricua spirit infuses the music and welcoming spirit of the island in Puerto Rico. If you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Mm. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what the rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it's always time to dance. All I want to do now is dance with y'all. Let's go. (laughs) Well, in Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music. Puerto Rico has renowned bars and nightlife and a welcoming spirit. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Everyone, we have news. Hi, we're doing a virtual event in September in honor of One Tree Hill yes, Day. Yes, we are. Yeah, 923. Everyone in the OTH fam knows it's our favorite day. 
And this event is also going to benefit one of our favorite groups. Us ladies are raising money for Kind Campaign because they do incredible work in schools to end bullying. And honestly, our Tree Hill High School needed that. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Sure. Yes, ma'am. So there is a lot of information forthcoming, but check out loopedlive.com. They have everything right there, and more info will be added soon. So we can't wait to see you guys. See you on OTH Day. One of the things that I'm realizing after reminiscing with Jojo, our favorite gal on on planet One Tree Hill, is that (laughs) she had that energy for us that you saw in Deb tonight when she Mm. was Mm. like, you smug son of a bitch, I will stab you in your sleep. I'm like, (laughs) I believe Barbara would do that for us. And also Jojo's that kind of woman. She is the one who's like, you mess with my girls and I'll bleach all your hair off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way. By the way. Like a little nick on the ear here. And oh, oh, you yeah. want a haircut? It's a little. Yep. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Is that my curl and iron? I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. She's one of those people who will come to your defense. What a treat. Yep. She's amazing. But it was, it was cool to see Deb's escalation over the course yeah. of how many episodes has it been, Joy? Like. Well, I guess four since she appeared, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a slow burn. And she, as we've said, she's handled it with class the entire time, leading by example, setting an example of how mm-hmm. to um, be patient and kind and loving, but still have boundaries. But this was the last straw. Mm. You cannot keep a mother from her injured son. No way. Oof. Yeah, I liked seeing her blow a gasket. And I think it, you know, Barbara talked about this herself. She's like, once they saw what I could do, you know, that three episode arc, Mm. it gave them ideas for other stuff. And so you Mm -hmm. see the seed being planted for like intense Deb later down the road. The one that's like yelling to people for fun. You know, like we're seeing her maybe enjoy it. Yeah. Like this feels new. That's right. I like it. I really liked uh, the scene that you and I had, Hillary, in the uh, was it the library. It feels good to have JoJo on for this episode in particular because, as someone that grew up with all brothers, I always had difficulty <sighs> communicating with girls my own age. I could communicate with like older women because I grew mm-hmm. up doing theater with them, mm-hmm. and I could communicate with like little girls, but girls my own age. I struggled with and Jojo Mm. was such a good girlfriend coach like Jojo Mm. if I took something the wrong way other people might feed into it and be like oh that is messed up and Jojo was always like grow up like (laughs) what's the problem okay that sounds dumb you know like she was like be a good girlfriend you show up you mm. listen. It's not about you. You know, like yeah. mm-hmm. she didn't mince words, which I needed. I needed a firm hand. And and she was, you know, a lot of people treat actors with kid gloves. And oh, I think that was a, crazy. Well, so that was a problem on our show. I think every other department has a department head, right? Yeah. Who sets the tone for their department, can reprimand people. There's no department head for the talent department right so we don't have meetings well number one on the call sheet usually you know the is supposed to set the tone but but we were kids kids yeah that's the thing 
Yeah, yeah. When, when a kid is the number one, it's a recipe for disaster. Because <laughs> when you're a kid, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. what are they going to tell Moira, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. That's a bad idea. Oh, Moira. Moira should have been the department head of the office. Yes. Actors. God, she Just would have like, been great. <laughs> we need a department head in our group. And so for me personally to have JoJo be like, be a good girlfriend and value your female friendships more mm-hmm. than boy Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, she was always that cheerleader. Yeah. But the scene, yeah, the scene with Haley and Peyton so important to me personally because we'd struggled with all the sexuality stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think it's the first time really that Peyton sounds jealous that Haley is a virgin, mm-hmm. you know? And I think there are girls really like that out there. Yeah, like, I know there are. I was one for sure in high school. I mean, and that's why it was important to me to read the line that way because it was written on paper as like an embarrassed, like, well, so what if I am? Like, don't make fun of me, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I like most of the girls that I went to high school with were virgins for, I mean, I don't know what happened after they graduated, but at least during, you know, during the time oh, yeah. that I was there, like that. That was the majority, and um, I just wanted to represent that as a, a normal um, option. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Especially, um, so I'm glad that they allowed me to do that as well. I, I think it's important, especially because for so long, and I know we're having different conversations now, but we certainly were not in 03. For so long, virginity was represented as this thing that like made you special but also made you prude and that guys would try to take but you shouldn't give them but then you shouldn't not because then you're a tease and that, like mm-hmm. and then was, you're ruined was, if you do suddenly yeah like it, yeah. it was all wrapped up in the male gaze mm-hmm. and in mm-hmm. the like traditional madonna whore complex and all this yeah gross toxicity and it was so refreshing to me not being in the scene with you guys just watching it to see two girls with two different experiences, neither with the of same whom, boy, with he, the same boy. Well, same that's, boy. Oh my gosh. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just thinking like, <laughs> neither of them's being judged. Like yeah. you make your choices as a woman, and you do what you're ready for. Period. And it doesn't mm-hmm. have to do with anybody else or a boy or what anyone else is going to say to you. And I loved that that neither Haley or Peyton was shamed in that scene. Neither of them was made better than the other. They were just being supportive. It's really beautiful. It's beautiful. It was beautiful. And you guys played it so beautifully. And and Joy, I love that you made that choice to be like, so what? Like, I like me, you know? It was such a good vibe. (laughs) I'm into myself. Well, it gave everyone permission. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, I really wanted to. That was a really intentional choice. Mm -hmm. And I remember that they, because I remember the way that it was written. I remember it was like she was supposed to be embarrassed. And I just was so, I don't know if I had to fight for that or if they just let me. Um, I don't don't remember. When we watched it, I didn't remember us shooting it. And the more we talk about it, the more I remember, like now now I'm remembering the muscle memory of that scene. Ooh. And I remember it being a conversation. I remember it being like a thing that you were very concerned about and you were like, this is how it's happening. And that's the only <laughs> way it's going to happen, mm. which was awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, we were all very conscious. As I said before, we were conscious that there were young girls looking up to us 
And there was already a lot of sexualization happening on the show from, Mm -hmm. from a male perspective. And, um, it just, it was so, uh, it was just so important to me that, that there was a demographic represented in a positive way, you know, so that girls just that, that weren't making that choice did feel comfortable with it and had somebody getting to, tattoos and yeah, getting and drunk just, in bars and, and they like, just had oh. somebody to identify with that was like you know i like the way she's doing it and and that they felt it wasn't like an embarrassment it wasn't posturing or trying to mm. like cut, make up for like oh no I, I i like it it's fine i'm a virgin well leave me alone you know none of that no it was just i wanted it to be confident and totally comfortable with who she is but anyway we've talked enough about that and <laughs> i want to talk about james in this episode because he is so damn good. So good. Uh, I remember he was working with a coach too, an acting coach, which is such a testament to, I mean, he's 17 or 18 at the time and so committed to this work, so committed to doing a great job and showing up, showing up on, um, with all, with the work done and prepared and ready to just dive in and commit fully emotionally to the scene. Not, not a lot of young guys, have that in them. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also a lot of ego. Like, I don't need a coach. I don't need a coach. You know? Right. James was so willing to do whatever it took to find it. And his voice was the mm. thing mm. that really captured my attention because it was like, oh, my God, that's a sick, sad kid. Yeah. When he yeah. comes to Haley after the hospital incident, that, that sound is heartbreaking. His voice sounds like broken glass. Yeah. It does. It was such a great choice. And I loved, too, thinking about the connection of these two scenes. The moment between you two ladies in the tutoring center makes it so clear when he's apologizing for his behavior, for pressuring her physically, saying that she was the one he looked at, like, before he really blacked out. And and he admits his terror. He says, I was terrified. And then asks to stay. It's so clear that he just wants to be held. He wants to sleep next to her. And and I don't know if that would have been as clear when she shuts the door if it hadn't have been for the scene between the two of you and and Haley owning her her choice to, you know, wait to be intimate and and it it just gave it it gave it this innocence and this vulnerability that oh, that's a beautiful scene between you. Two. Mm, thank you. I loved it too. I thought, um, I, I liked also that, uh, I was a little, I was, I didn't remember shooting the scene. So I was a little unsure of what was going to happen. And, and I was like, is this going to go in the direction of Haley now is going to be willing to sleep with him because she feels bad for him. Cause she wants to take care of him. Cause in that's some a way. bad, like, Hey, at home, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. That's not the way. That's not the way. Um, but uh, yeah, I was a little unsure, but it felt to me like when she shut the door, it was more of a choice of like, I'm going to do something that I'm not, so I'm not supposed to boy sleep over, but it's mm-hmm. like Haley's parents trusted her and she's wasn't, I'm having a boy sleep over to have sex with him. I'm having this boy sleep over because he needs me and I'm a good friend and I'm a good, you know, um, I'm a good person and I'm going to cross a line that I'm not supposed to, but it's not really doing anything that's breaking her own boundaries. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, sorry that, for that one. That feels absolutely because there there are so many incremental lines as a young woman, especially before you choose to be in a physically intimate relationship. Like, mm-hmm. you know, 
when he ruins it in the beginning of the episode and you guys are making out and then he tries to move on you and you're like, get out. It's like, oh, yeah. remember a good old fashioned just high school make out? Yeah. <laughs> oh, like how They're sweet. Awesome. They're That's so awesome. And like, I mean, hi, we, <laughs> Me too. we might know your husband. Um, we could tell him. <laughs> but like, there's all these things, you know, the, the first time you sleep next to someone. It's yeah. such a big deal. Mm. And the and the beauty and the like sweet, youthful innocence of mm. loving a person and like mm. curling up and just going to sleep. It's it's so nice. And and to be able to go back into that high school space and take all of the much smaller, you know, increments is really lovely that we get to do it with these two and that Granted, he pushes her too far, but she stands up for herself. He gets out. He realizes he he was pushy. He apologizes. You know, relationships can be a little complicated in those ways, especially when you're young and fumbly and terrible. Um, <laughs> young boys can be terrible. And, uh, and I think to figure out where everyone's boundaries are, it's lovely to see it between two characters who are at different levels of sexual right. experience. Well, mm. I remember being told like, well, once a boy has sex, like that's all he's ever going to want, you know, like don't date the boys who are loose because they'll expect that from you. Always date like the square boys, mm -hmm. which I never did. Um, <laughs> but it, that was like a thing, you know, yeah. you can't put Pandora's box, like you can't close it once it's been opened, yeah. which I think is bullshit. It is bullshit. Um, and also it gives this notion of like, all oh, boys will be boys, their hormones, way too much power, and it gives them excuses. It's like, no, you're gonna listen to a woman. You Consent is not a, who said this? Oh my God, oh, Taylor consent Tomlinson. Consent is sexy. She is one of my favorite comedians, and she said, consent is not a feeling you feel, it's a thing she says. Mm. Yes, yes. Unequivocally, yes. it has to be clear. Like, and, and, and I, we talked about this a while back, but this actually feels like an important thing to kind of get in the weeds on. Being a human is messy, okay? Mm -hmm. Like getting into a friendship is messy. We all talk about the messiness of our friendships and our confusion at 21. It can be a little messy when people are trying to figure out, especially people who could potentially be interested in each other, like, does this person like me as a friend or does this person like me romantically? Sometimes it means... Um, you know, you get hit on by a guy and you have to be like, oh, not into you that way. Let's be friends. And it, it was so nice. Awkward. No, thank you. Yeah, no, yeah. thanks. I'm and that, thank you. that's okay. That's normal. Having to figure out your boundaries is normal. And yeah. then there's obviously the other more complex nightmarish spaces of abuses of power and harassment mm -hmm. and things that we've also all been very open yeah. to. Yeah. And I think what can be really sticky for everybody is figuring out as we're trying to get much clearer as a society, where in our own experiences there, you know, as one of one, like where is there room to make a mistake or to ask or to yeah. say like, hey, I'm very interested in you and I don't know if you feel the same way. And if you don't, that's okay. Not trying to make you uncomfortable. Like how, nobody knows yeah, quite how to do it right. And and so one of the things I like is that we didn't smooth it over in the story and like make it all seem perfect and yeah. squeaky clean. Like Nathan screwed up. Haley stood up for herself. 
he said, I'm really sorry I pushed you that way. Like, I like that we showed how you can overcome a mistake if you're willing to be communicative and be a good person. Communication is everything. Mm -hmm. It is everything. And by Haley closing the door at the end of that scene, to me, that says apology accepted Mm -hmm. and I trust you not to do it again. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. You know, which is sweet. It's also, um, I'm jealous having watched this episode that your scene turned out like loving and nice. And Peyton was left at a door for 27 minutes. Oh my God. It's the longest scene of all time between the three of us. Holy. Like, what is that? Also, guys, I was on a soap opera for two years. That was the longest I ever saw. The longest unspoken look to look, to look, to look. (laughs) I I will also say this is the second time in the first nine episodes that Brooke Davis has been used purely as a device to like make something happen for another person. So at the party, she's a nightmare to stir up the drama. So everyone fights. And now I've had to get a tattoo so we can cover Chad's real tattoo. And then, but like, interestingly, even though they were pretending to be grownups at this bar, there were moments of sweetness, like Brooke and Lucas joking about weird science and, Talking about that, what they're that, into. That scene was fun. I yeah. loved that scene. Yeah. And then you get right back into like some ding dong boy always wanted a girl to say this to him. I come out of that bedroom going, you're ready to score. Uh, it's gross. so gross. I missed that. I didn't hear that that's oh, what you I, said. All right, superstar, you ready to score? It's so disgusting. Gross. I would never. <laughs> and the fact that the two girls never say we're best friends and we don't even say sup. You yeah. know, like nothing. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> no. Can we just promise that if we're ever kissing the same person in the, you know, the next 70 decades or 70 years, <laughs> if we see each other, like, let's say sup. Yeah. Hey, girl. What's up? Hey. Yeah. Sup. Yeah. That's what we can do. Most likely to have a stare down. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely to be in the world's let's... longest soap opera scene. <laughs> Me yeah. and Hillary. I want somebody to cut together all of the soap opera stairs, like oh the God. longest soap opera stairs in stairs. history. Just the stairs. That's what I, I want to see. I love that. Oh, uh, speaking of the amazing things our fans do for us, and we did talk about Brooke and Lucas yes. having this pool shark evening at the Blue Post. One of you guys tweeted me a photo of my God plaque bless. from the Blue Post Beer Club that is still up. And I just want to say thank you very much. I really like it. Round of applause. Aww. Round of applause. Round of applause for, for our it. awesome fans. <laughs> All right, let's spin the wheel. Oh, oh guys. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely to marry someone 25 years older than them. <laughs> well, well, we're not at 25, but. On our show, it's Rachel. <laughs> Yeah, yes, yes, that is true. And Rachel in real again. life, Hillary, how much older than you is, Jeffrey? We're at a strong 17. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty great. I mean, Listen, but, what I like is that to him, I'll be 26 forever. Like forever. <laughs> Which is great. Like that's that's the upside. So if you want to be awesome. a, a pet forever, you know. <laughs> Joy. Do we know uh, how much older than you Craig Sheffer is? Because he might still be single. Hey, honestly, Joy could break my record. What a love story that would be. Guys, no. Listen, I think, I think, I think it was a girlhood crush. I think I'm, I think I've 
moved. Right. It's all in the clear, but Joy, realistically, though, you could beat my record. So we're going to open up the search. Watson has a question for us, and I'm going to go on a limb and say in the first nine episodes, <laughs> from okay. an acting perspective, what was the hardest scene to film whether complex or emotionally and physically grueling. Because if we tried to do that for the whole nine years, oh, we'd yeah. do a whole other episode. Yeah. So, I mean, so, so far in these first nine episodes, what, what's what been like, you know, the most complex for, for each of us to do? I mean, running red lights felt real irresponsible. That was yeah. terrible, you know, but because no one could really explain somewhere. it to me. Um, I had trouble with that, but I also had trouble with the whole like thud magazine, like it's my art. Lucas, it's my art. I think that was hard for me to give that speech. Art is important. Art really, really matters to me. I felt like Zoolander, honestly. (laughs) It was like, it's for kids who can't read good. Joey, what do you got? I don't know. I don't don't think I've had to do anything that was difficult yet. Uh, Everything, I mean, the the most difficult thing for me as an actor was the basketball days when I just had to sit there. And, you know, (laughs) that's just like a, a mental exercise in... Zen, uh, your ability to just like Zen Mm -hmm. out. Um, no, I haven't, not yet, not Mm -hmm. yet. I haven't had anything. What about you? Yeah, you just had so much like great, charming, like, yeah, it was all pretty light for me. Real talk. Mm. I, I think the thing that was hardest for me, yeah, like uh, hooking up with random dudes on camera just felt so gross to me. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know about this. Also, I don't know. You hear horror stories, and I I remember just thinking, like, is it inappropriate of me to ask to guarantee that none of these people has, like, herpes before they put their face on my face? Like, it always just made me feel so nervous. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the party episode was hard. Like, Brooke Brooke being what, what felt to me, like, cruel and having to find interior motivations to create reasons for that i was just like this feels sad mm-hmm. yeah I, I like this question from katie if brooke haley and peyton were in high school today what would their instagram handles be <laughs> i mean i guess i'd be tutor girl 23 right yeah oh yes. girl 23 oh for sure i mean peyton what was her? Hers was like punk and disorderly. There was one. Like she had Ooh, punk and disorderly. That was your I mean, It'd be something like grumpy, like go away. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> Don't look at me. Yeah. I, look at me. Away. Don't look at me. I feel like I see people who do this and I'm like, wow, that takes a lot of confidence. So I'm going to borrow from <laughs> other people. I think, because mine is just my name. I think Brooke's Instagram handle would probably be at the Brooke Davis. Yes, yes, of course yes. she would. You know, there are people out there who are at the and then their name, and I'm like, damn, that takes confidence. <laughs> I think that's what Brooke would do. Yeah, strong move. Uh-huh. That was a good question. Yeah, uh-huh. thanks, thanks, Katie. Katie. Thanks, well, thanks, everybody, for joining us for this episode of Drama Queens. Can't wait to see you next week. What a great one. Next episode is episode 10. We're getting into double digits, babies. It is called You Gotta Go There to Come Back, which is kind of what we're doing with this podcast. You know, we're coming back home. Oh, my God. Hey. It's cute. (laughs) We'll We'll see see you next week. Bye. 
Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you can sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, Booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or... Find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth, no matter who you are. Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays, and they also stress me out. (laughs) Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped, and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut, and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, (laughs) calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie, and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts... I think you deserve a cookie, too. I agree. Guys, Keebler <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Hey, it's your drama queens, and we're here to tell you that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. So let's talk about LifeVac. It is a life-saving airway clearance device, which has saved over 1,500 lives. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac, L-I-F-E-V-A-C dot net and enter promo code DRAMAQUEENS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. 
with Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.